All right, and we're back. Hello. Hello. How are Excellent you? work so far. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Hello to everybody watching. Thank you for watching. This is the podcast. The Good Time Podcast. The Good Time Podcast, where we have a good time discussing thoughts and issues about the church and the world. That's a good tagline. Thanks. We'll put that on. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So one of my favorite topics to discuss with you is the state of the church. But this time we're going to talk about the musicians mm-hmm. versus the preachers. Huh? Not verses. Verses. Not verses. Sure. Y'all work hand in hand. I think you meant verses. I think that came out right. I don't think you misspeak a lot. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if you ever seen that clip, just like when the pastor and the musician are feuding uh-huh. and they uh-huh. keep singing and keep mm-hmm. playing and mm-hmm. they trying to get. I just watch, I just watched Pastor Hannah do that. He went, he went and started collecting <laughs> drumsticks and every, I'm plugging mics and everything. Yes. I was dying that. Yes, yes, yes. What I do, uh, yeah. When the when the when the pastor starts singing, uh, yes, I'm like, sir, let the musicians have their way. He's trying to stop it. Let them have their he way. Said, stop it, and I mean not now, but right now. That was hilarious. Okay, so music, the church, musicians necessary needed. <laughs> And sometimes I feel like they be pimping in the church. It's like this this pay for play. Yeah. And I want to discuss that because I feel like we cannot have well, I might be out of line, but I feel like you can't have a spirit-filled, a spirit-filled led church and not have something, not a tambourine, not a hammond, not a drum beat, not not a foot stomping something on hardwood floors with a washboard. You need something in the church. But, unfortunately, we got musicians who come from one church to another to just play and so I want to really talk about that because um, there's like a cycle in our churches and good, bad, or indifferent, like we got to discuss it, right? Okay. So let me start off with this. I'm going to start off with a public apology on behalf of all clergy everywhere. I want to apologize to all musicians everywhere because we have ruined you all and we have put you all in a very bad place. We have put you all in a very bad place uh, by causing you to go to the highest bidder and as, a, as, a, as opposed to sticking to and being where you're supposed to be as a, you probably need to start this all over again. Lita, you just blew the broadcast. We got all of that on here. Welcome. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the Good Time Podcast. Where we have a good time discussing both issues in the world and issues in the world. You got a really good memory that you could like recall that. Really? Okay. Thank you. So we are discussing musicians in the church and um, how they kind of cycle in and out. And I said they, I feel like they have been pimped. Um, they have been pimped or they're doing the pimping? Both. <laughs> <laughs> they learn from the best. Um, they, it's, it's like a pay for play. It's like a pay for, you know, mm-hmm. play in the church. And we got musicians who will jump from one church to another within the same Sunday. Like they go... Um, to make their rounds mm-hmm. and um, and because I am you know African American and I got roots in the motherland I feel like you can't have a good church service without having some big drum beats uh, Hammond uh, washboard and a foot stumping on a hardwood floor oh, you gotta oh. have some tambourine give mm-hmm. me something I need something I need a beat. I need the psalm, psalm tree and harps. I need all of that. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we we are in a time where we got less musicians, less and less musicians. These kids don't know how to play nothing. That's true. And the ones that do, they go from church to church to collect their check. Mm-hmm. So, for, first, Kayla, what I want to do is offer an apology on behalf of clergy everywhere, whether they will admit to being right or wrong in this, I'm still going to offer the apology because the present-day musicians that we're seeing are the monsters that pastors created. Mm. We were in such a fever pitch to make sure we had the best choir, the best singers, the best musicians, that we entered into bidding wars Mm. over musicians. Uh, We taught them to not be committed to any one ministry. And it was nothing for pastors a few years back. How much you making over there? Well, I'll give you twice that, or I'll give you $200 more. And if you're a musician with a family and you play and you're trying to take care of your family, you begin to go to the highest bidder. That mentality is not one that just church musicians came up with. It's one that pastors and leaders established, and then we begin to cater to it, paying to the highest bidder. And now we're locked into this thing where pastors, leaders are doubling down on it. We're allowing people to come play at our church just for the time that the choir is singing and then leave to go to another church and not have any more music the rest of your service. Mm. Um, We're crippling ourselves because I, I would agree with you, music is essential to worship. Mm-hmm. It's essential to being a Christian, a believer, a disciple. We can't even, says the word of God, encourage ourselves without psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Yeah. Uh, that's how we're supposed to admonish and help one another, uh, says the word of God. And so with that, we are in a place where 
uh, things are scarce uh, because we've broken all the chains of command. Um, now, to, to those musicians, I just apologize, too. I'm going to now say you've grown now and you know better. Uh, because you know that your soul needs feeding too. Yeah. And some of our brothers and sisters who play can go a whole Sunday and not hear one message because of how they're moving, right? They can move around and not hear a full message anywhere. And, and I want to say to those of you all who might be listening today, if you don't have a pastor where your soul means more to him than your gift, you need to leave that pastor. If your gift is more important to him than your soul and your development and you becoming a better man or woman, that's not the church you should be in. We're supposed to be pouring into them as men and women of God and helping to nurture them, getting to a better place for their families and for their lives and for their futures and their careers, not just pimping the gift that God gave them. And a lot because what will happen is they'll end up pimping you right back right 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 so that's why i said you know the the pimps is pimping out here (laughs) because the folks like well i don't need to i don't don't need this i'm gonna go down the road play and play and get some money or go to the club or go to the club and get more money yeah and more recognition now I'm, i'm extremely fortunate both of my musicians have been with me uh, Brandon has been with me a total of 20 years. Um, he left for about five years uh, because I fired him. Whether it was deserved or not, he and I go back and forth about it. <laughs> but uh, we had a relationship, though. Yeah. And so once we stopped being irritated with each other, we mended. It didn't take five years to do that. Mm-hmm. He was just already playing somewhere else and already had somebody. But when the opportunity came, I told him he could always come back home. He understood it. And when he got ready to, he came on back home. So Brandon has been with me for over 20 years now. Will has been with me for all 19 years of uh, Christ Center Church. So I've been extremely fortunate with musicians, but I think that I've been fortunate because they know I care about them. They know I require a standard from them. Uh, They know if they get in trouble, I'm going to help them. Uh, And I don't pay them. I don't pay them uh, what they're worth. I pay them the best I can. And I think that pastors have to learn that. We have to stop trying to attach worth to musical ability. I, I don't think you can pay for a gift that God gave somebody. I think you just got to do the best you can and hope they receive it as such. But when you start talking about, well, that ain't worth that and that ain't worth that, you ain't just talking about a, a person or, excuse me, about the music. You talk about a person's gift. Mm-hmm. And no pastor would like it if somebody said their sermon wasn't worth but so much. Well, I was just about to say, you think they do that because they know they can't preach and so they <laughs> <laughs> they need to overcompensate with the baddest music department or the baddest musicians. Well, I, I don't know what people will say about my preaching, but I always prided myself on having one of the best music departments in town. I always wanted that because I, here's what I think. I think praying, preaching, and singing are the whole of the worship experience. And I think if 
any of those are lacking, you're going to miss. You're going to miss God. And so I always thought it was important to, if I considered myself to be a preacher pursuing excellence, mm -hmm. I needed to have musicians that were pursuing excellence. Mm -hmm. And I needed to have prayer warriors who could pray for excellence. Mm -hmm. And I think somehow, if we offer our best, we get a God who receives our best. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's kind of always been my philosophy. Um, and, and I didn't know that Brandon and Will was going to end up being two of the best organists in our area. Mm -hmm. I just bet on them because I liked them. I had a hunch about them. And I think they bet on me for the same reason. Yeah. And time has told the story for us. But I, I've been in a great situation with musicians. And then like you, Kayla, you know, we came up. Uh, you're younger than me, but we came up in churches that have profoundly gifted people in place yeah. to make sure that worship can always go to the next level. Yeah. Good music makes preaching easy. Yes. yes. Good, good, good music makes humility easier when it's time to extend the invitation. Yes. The right song can finish opening a heart to God yes. so they can receive Christ. So no, no entity between the praying, the preaching, and the singing should be more excellent than the other. They, they actually need to all be equally as excellent mm -hmm. because they all play a part in drawing people to Christ, which is why, and I'm going to say this, I'll probably get in trouble, which is why I personally do not like CCM, Christian Contemporary Musical, Christian Contemporary Worship. Uh, I, I, I really don't prefer it. Uh, it has its place and it does all right, but it is an it's not gospel music, and it is an oversimplification of what people worked hard to put in place. Um, I think there are some songs that do well, but I think there are other songs that is just a lot of repetition. They all play the same four or five chords. It is really easy to do. And so you, you go from singing, how great is our God? Now compare that to down at the cross where my Savior died. Right? Hmm. There were from cleansing from sin I cried. There to my heart was the blood applied. I am so wondrously saved from sin. Jesus so sweetly abides within. Down at the cross where he took me in glory to his name. How great is our God. Say with me how great. It puts you in almost a trance because the lyric ability isn't there. Right? Uh, God is. God is the joy to strip of my life. Move all pain, misery, and strike back. Oh, now it's wordy. <laughs> it's wordy, but it punches you. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Right. There is no greater love. Jesus went to Calvary to save. Come on now. If we put that on any, end, love, any song, any. come on now. So there, there, there's a part that we're skipping. And because we're only using these four chords, we're developing musicians who can't play in every key. Mm. Right? And so a lot, not just the anointing is missing. Watch this. The musicianship isn't there. Yeah, the curiosity, the 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 the, the showmanship, the yeah. I, I get to, right now we live in a world and I my brother is a musician. Both of my brothers are musicians, mm -hmm. right? And very good at it. I talked to my 
uh, brother Carrington often about the sampling. Mm. Like I'm like, can't nobody come up with a new nothing? Has <laughs> <laughs> everything been exhausted? Right? No. See, that's, <laughs> so because there's a lack of curiosity, mm-hmm. because there's a lack uh, of nerve to try something, we're not developing anything new. Yeah. And that and that, and that's sad because if we have a God. Maybe I'm getting too preachy. Come on. But if we have a God that gives us new mercies, Woo. we can't find the new praise. I mean, God is infinite too. Come on. I'm like, Come on. I'm like, what? What? Come on. Like, what type of um, creativity and curiosity do you need to tap into to get some of these songs, right? And like, you know, I've sat in worship services where I'm like, you don't even need to get up and preach because the heavens have opened and he's here yeah and 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 it seems like they are hearing something in the heavens the sound of heaven yeah 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 yeah. and so I I I thank God for a good musician oh yeah I I, I truly do yeah yeah yeah. and it shouldn't be taken for granted oh right and I'm not blasting CCL I'm saying and and I gotta say this the way I need to say Mm it In the black church, we're better than that. Yes. We can do it. We can do it, you know, if we just feel like it, do some CCM and all that. But in the black church, we're better than that, both with our musicianship, watch this, and with our walking experience. It's deeper than that. And now we're taking a shortcut uh, to be lazy because that, what they're singing about, is not what produced our sound. You walk in heavy. Our sound comes from a different place. You walk in heavy. Our sound comes from a different place, Kayla. I promise you it does. And when you, I don't care who you are, when you hear that sound, it's going to do something to you. It breaks chains. It, it literally, like, people who have been, have come from people who are enslaved mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and had to sing in mm-hmm. order to... Mm-hmm wake up the next day to go out and survive, you know, down in the water <laughs> means something different, right? And it's not just a message of something hitting it. It means, they mean you know. They mean it. I was just at a church, I won't say what church, and a young man, I won't say what young man, got up to sing. He did a great job. He actually did a great job singing. He, he, he began to sing God Is. And he was singing it and he was waiting for that. This musician has been hired on a Sunday morning to play. He was singing God is. God is 40 years old. Mm-hmm. Mostly any musician who grew up in church can play that. Mm-hmm. When I tell you this cat was stuck, trying to find it, do, 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 went up and down the chords, and he didn't catch that song until he hit the chorus the third time around. And he wasn't playing that right, so he improvised. The guy singing did a great job and just made it another song mm-hmm. and went somewhere else. But this dude was getting paid however many hundreds of dollars on a Sunday morning to be the musician and could not play. God is, is not even a musician. <laughs> But I think, you know, we could check around. That's probably like Amazing Grace for most musicians. It's such an old song, and we've done it so much. And so that's what we've come to. And I would tell any musician, treat your, treat your 
musicianship. Thank you, Lord. I almost said the wrong thing. I almost said treat your musicianship like a preacher treats his preaching, but I alter that. Treat your musicianship like a serious preacher approaches <laughs> <laughs> preaching. <laughs> I had to alter it. I almost said the wrong thing. Like a serious preacher approaches his preaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, learn your craft. Mm-hmm. Learn how to play every genre. Learn how to play in every key. When I was a kid, I just was talking to Pastor Eldridge probably two days ago. We talked for about an hour. And um, I was talking to Kenny Eldridge and I told him we grew up together. Mm -hmm. Kenny Eldridge was doing what he does now at 16, 14, 13. Not just because he was gifted, but because he was serious Mm -hmm. and he learned and he sat and he played all the time and he learned all the time. And if you were his friend, you wasn't going to the movies unless you went to church with him first because he had to do praise and worship at church and make sure everything was cool. Then we'll let somebody else get on the organ. Then we could go to the movies, that kind of thing. Um, but I mean, he was sensational. And I watched that. Uh, having watched serious musicians growing up, and I just named him because he's one. Um, having watched serious musicians, they paid for that. Yeah. They, they, they paid for that. And I'm saying how dare you all today demand the money, but won't put in the time to develop the excellence. Yeah. I think that's sad at best. And shame on the preacher who will give it to him. Now, I'll do acapella hand claps and foot stomps before I pay you and, and, and you're not ready and you're not going to take it serious. I have no problem. And I, people say I've done it before. Mm-hmm. I was speaking of, we talked about sitting down on one of the early, sitting down people on one of the earlier podcasts. Back when I was younger, I've sat down in the music department for a month or two at a time. My God. And we just going to do acapella and, and nobody left church and the church still grew. <sighs> and I think we have to have a standard for that, mm-hmm. you know, um, and not be so pampered in the accoutrements of church mm-hmm. because you won't get the best if you don't demand the best and be willing to to do what you need to do to achieve it for the church, but also for them. They knew I wasn't picking on them. They knew I wanted them to be the best. But I think that's the difference. So kudos to the musicians. Shame on us for spoiling them, but shame on you musicians for walking in entitlement and you know better now. My God. Um, On that note... (laughs) I want to. I, I, I one of the things that is um, when we talk about like scripture and we talk about musicians in the scripture. Of course, David is premier that we think of and has written so many of the psalms. And um, David got a pen, huh? Yeah, he got he got it on it. Um, but not just that, his his skillmanship. And his anointing allowed him in some murky places. And I think about when he was playing for Saul and mm-hmm. the spirit, like he was driving out spirits, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know that we talk enough about like how music can literally shift atmospheres mm-hmm. and how we need the musicians to be you need to be tip top because I don't folks don't I don't know if folks don't really think like we talking about be curious and go to the heavens but like where are they? <laughs> how do I get there? <laughs> come on come on right I need a, I need my musician Kayla in prayer meeting I need my musician there in prayer meeting because I need my musician to be spiritual. I need them to be open to the move of God. And the danger we run in today is that we have this thing where we can become all production and no power. Ooh. All production and no so we got the 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 kick the kick track. We got all these things. We running through the house, and we got in ear monitors so we can hear everything. Uh, so the production is on ten, but the power's on two. Can't hear God. We can't hear God, and so you got to remember because of who we are as people. What you alluded to earlier, because of our culture, because of where we come from, because of that Africana thing that's in us. We will, the music can take us. Mm-hmm. So we can give you a pass just on your musicality. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times what we're doing is we, we're settling for a good performance, even if it was void of power. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, I, I, I will begin to embrace what's left. If, if I'm stuck with powerlessness, pretty soon I'll just embrace the performance because I'm never going to see a yoke broken. I'm never going to see a yoke destroyed. So let me just get into this, right? This, this machine that's at place. But to break yokes, you got to be somewhere to get the power that allows you to break yokes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? You, you got to be somewhere where you know how to humble yourself and as the old people say, sit before God, either in prayer or while you're playing, like an empty pitcher before a full fountain mm-hmm. and let God fill you up. And I don't know that we have demanded that from our minstrels and musicians and psalmists. Mm-hmm. I think we've become so desirous of their gifts we left them unaware of their souls. Their souls are in danger. But as long as they play, as long as they can do what they do, we ain't gonna challenge them. We don't wanna rock the boat. We don't wanna, but I I promise you, somebody who's serious about their walk with the Lord, they can take challenge. Mm -hmm. They can't take you you being unfair. Most people who love God, they're all right with being challenged. They're all right with being disciplined. They ain't going to be talked down to. They ain't going to be treated like nothing. Mm-hmm. But they can handle the rest. Yeah, so I don't want to be all production and no power. You know what I... Okay, David, again, because... He's he that guy. He's he he that guy, he the right? He's so, got more hits than anybody. I mean, what, what are we saying? So David, right, he came... We see him as a young David playing... For the king, and literally, his music is breaking yokes. Mm-hmm. 
And then I fast forward. Mm-hmm. We know Bible scholars know, and I urge y'all go read David. Um, read about David. Uh, the things that he went through, mm-hmm. the ups and the downs and the hills and all the things. Mm-hmm. And when you were talking about the production and the show, what my mind went to scripturally was when they were bringing the Ark of the Covenant back mm-hmm. on a cart and they had this production mm-hmm. and show and devoid of the word, right? And no anointing and no power because God was not pleased because you didn't and put... fall. Yes. They put the Ark on a cart. And Yusa reached out to catch it and he dropped dead in the middle of their praise and worship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And he sent the art to Old Betty. Old Betty themselves. Who, by the way, was an African. Huh. He was of African descent, which in real time, Kayla, everyone would have disagreed with that move. You're sending our sacred artifact to this African's house. He's not one of us, but David has said, yeah, he's one of us more than we are today. Yeah. More than we are today, and it'll be safe for him. The thing about the whole ox cart piece with David is it reflects carrying the presence of God the wrong way. So how many of us would fall over or drop dead if God challenged us about how we carry him? Mm-hmm. They were carrying him the wrong way. They steered away from doing it the right way and carried him the wrong way. And because they were carrying the presence of God, what represented his presence the wrong way, somebody reached out to grab it and dropped dead. Now, here's why I applaud David. When he drops dead, it sobers him up. He, he doesn't go off on the musicians. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go off. He takes the brunt of that. Mm-hmm. This is my fault. We can't continue like this. Yeah. And he went into that period of prayer. And then when a little time passed, they said, everybody who goes in and out of his house is blessed. Mm-hmm. And that was key for him to say, God ain't man no more. Yeah. And then when he went and got it, he brought it back, following everything he was supposed to follow. And, and, and I promise you, here, the saddest verse, how much time I got left? Three minutes. Okay. The saddest verse in the Bible comes from Judges when it says of Samson, and he wist not that the Spirit of God had left him. Meaning he was getting up to fight and probably could still fight because of his regular strength, but couldn't do what he could do under supernatural strength. And here's my challenge to musicians and preachers everywhere. Are we getting up and we wist not? that the Spirit of God has left us. My God. That we're getting up with all gift and no power, all gift and no anointing, all gift and no heaven ability to get the job done. Because people are saying amen and shouting does not mean God is with us. Right. It means they like our gift. The same thing people will do for Michael Jackson, they'll do in church if they don't know the difference. I've watched people scream, men and women alike, scream and fall out because Michael Jackson was on stage. Mm -hmm. And so you cannot confuse charisma with anointing. Those are two different, they're first cousins. 
but they're two different things. Because charisma will take you up and let you back down. Anointing will take you up and sustain you. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's the, that's the difference. And, and if you're going to play, why not be the best? Yeah. Uh, not not just in your gift and your in your musicality, but why not be the best, one of God's best as it relates to character too? Amen. Why not be the best? If you go if you're gonna do it, why not just be the best? If somebody gonna talk about you in the barbershop, make sure they got an argument. <laughs> you know, that they, they stand a chance of winning this argument. But to just go at it just for a paycheck means nothing. Am I rambling? No. I don't want to ramble. That's a good word. I don't want to ramble. That's a good word. I hope you all received that. I hope your hearts were pricked. Your minds were changed. And that you stop running to the person who pays the highest. Because remember, Satan got a lot of money too. Every big paycheck ain't from God. Satan got a lot of money. He is, he is the God of this world. He got deep pockets. Don't be deceived. Does the church say amen? <laughs> amen. Amen. <laughs>